0: Time, weather, and... Always! wow, what a, a creepy, how creepy to start a podcast, and that's what you hear, uh, guys, it's New Year's Eve, and that's me, Rachel LaForce, uh, what an intro, you know, I thought about re-recording it, but you know what, I'm all about authenticity, baby, you know what I mean, what you see is what you get, uh, but you're listening to this, so you can't see anything, <sighs> How are we, guys? It is, it really is. It's New Year's Eve night when I'm recording this, um, which is hilarious that uh, I've given up on the holiday. I, at 35 years old, I've given up. I, uh, America's favorite husband, Alex Gettlin, is working tonight. Uh, and I am recording a podcast about COVID. I'm gonna make myself a little steak dinner and watch when Harry met Sally, guys. That's what I'm going to do. And I've got some (laughs) Vicks Vapor Rub uh, bath salts that I've been saving for an occasion that I'm going to use tonight. So, uh, woo, baby. Uh, If you didn't think that I liked to party before this, uh, wow, wow. Is she, uh, she is wonder, she is grace. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're talking about today, COVID. Now, can I also say, big step, big aim to come out and be like, I'm going to do a whole episode about COVID. So I'm going to offer you a disclaimer. Okay, hey guys, it's me, Rach. So here's what happened. I recorded this. The world continued to change in a week. And I thought, you know what, let's go back and give this old gal a listen before I put it out there uh, talking about a subject that has affected so many people in different ways. So not only am I offering you a disclaimer, okay, but at certain points I'm going to go back right now. This is live. This is happening. I'm listening to the podcast again. And when there's something that gives me that, ooh, I'm going to hit you with another, and when you hear that noise, you know that it's going to be me coming back in, giving a little bit more clarity and or insight that I've had a little bit of time to make sure that this is coming to you from the top of my intelligence. Here is why. Uh, Not because I think everybody's going to like me, and uh, not because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but if I am offering you observations that I do believe are worthy of discussion, uh... I want to make sure that I'm offering them to you from the top of my intelligence. So, here we go. <laughs> this is a disclaimer, uh, because what you say can and will be used against you in the court of social media, and, uh, you know, here's the thing, because when I know this, this is not like a new, I'm just amplifying this message of where it's like, if you talk about apples on Instagram, someone's like, well, you did not say anything about oranges, right? Which is like, so obnoxious. <laughs> Hey, me again. Remember how we we're going to do this? So again, there's a difference between raising awareness to people's growth edges and blind spots and just being someone that no one wants to hang out with. We're cool on that, right? Okay, back to the show. Um, it's literally just like the the internet troll version of the person that like the bell would ring and then they go, what about our homework? And everyone's like, really? No one likes you. Why would you do that? Um so there's got to be one for everybody. Uh, there's always somebody who's going to ruin it for everyone. Um, and so I want to offer a disclaimer. But I also do think it's important uh, as someone who's sharing their voice to be as clear as I can be about why I'm talking about this uh, and that I recognize that this has affected way more people than myself uh, and I think that that's important to mention. So here you are your COVID disclaimer. I recognize that COVID and the coronavirus has affected all of us uh, in different ways, uh, different levels of severity. It has triggered different things for us. Uh, some of us have been uh, out there un- unable to just, you know, there's like this narrative of like, we all just stayed home and we hunkered through it. And it's like, no, there's many people who had to go to work every day. They were our quote unquote essential workers. Uh, they were the people that literally kept everything going. They were the people that worked in Amazon warehouses to get you whatever dumb thing you decided that you needed from Amazon within 24 hours. Um, so I really, I don't know, I that really just dings for me every time there's like this kind of like Camelot painted version of COVID that, that we all just, you know, stayed home and and, you know, that's what we did. And it's like, no, that's what folks of the disappearing middle class were able to do but there's a lot of people who didn't have that luxury. Um, there's a lot of people who lost loved ones. There's a lot of people who lost their own lives. There's a lot of people um, that experienced significant trauma working in hospitals and experiencing this firsthand. Um There is a lot of anger. There is people who profited. (laughs) Wow. So much money did you make off of uh, this crisis? You know, as we know, hey, never let a good crisis go to waste. And boy, powers that be, did you not let us down, huh? In fact, 20 million Americans lost their job in the pandemic At the same time, roughly 650 billionaires in America saw their net worth increase by more than $1 trillion. And this was just as of April of 2021. That's citing from Forbes.com. So, uh, vax, -vax. anti-vax. You don't vax. I did the science. I did research. I'm a scientist. You've got to research fake news. Let's go, Brandon. Right? Like, uh, it's all been there so it's been two years of literal collective trauma that we all have experienced Um, and I don't make light of that term I do think that's you know in this world of wellness uh, and mental health there's all of these like trigger warning trauma like these words that I I feel like we use so often without intentionality that they almost don't mean anything anymore. But I very, very much mean it when I say that we have collectively been traumatized um, in the ways that we've done it to ourselves, but most importantly, in the way that it has been done to us. And that's really what I want to focus on today. So, shocker, (laughs) Uh, me, not a scientist, Uh, me, no doctor, And I even don't even have a ton of opinions about the vaccine versus not being vaccinated. And I'll talk about that too. So really what today's episode is about is my observations, is offering you some insight of things that I have observed that have been both positive, that have been negative, things that I'm still questioning, things that I myself am still learning, my own growth edges when it comes to all of this, and all of the places where I call bullshit. Uh, I know that we are so tired of talking about this and where I was like, is that really what I want to do? Like the last day, literally the final hours of 2021, is this what I want to talk about? And honestly, when I got quiet, I heard a resounding yes. And here's why. We often have this thing of like, new year, new year, new year. First of all, erroneous. Okay. We've collectively decided by the powers that be that made calendars, you know, I don't know when that happened, but we've all just decided this is the calendar, right? it is the dead of winter in most places. Okay. It is the dead of winter. And this is when we're like new year, you know, especially here in the States. It's not a new year. Okay. It's literally in the middle of winter. It's probably dark wherever you are. There's nothing about this that says, ah, new, right? So just relax. Okay. I do I love the idea of being mindful of everything that you've created, you've worked on, what you did do, what you didn't do, all of those things of 12 months and reflecting on that. I do think that it's important. Um, but I also think why I think it's the most important is because it gives you a chance to slow down and go, did I learn anything? And if I did, Can I reinforce that for myself so that I don't make the same mistakes again? So that I don't walk into the same rooms and make the same choices. So that I don't repeat those cycles in my relationships? So I don't, you know, insert your thing you're experiencing now. And that's, that's what I'm saying is I think if we really take the time to reflect this New Year's Eve then hopefully we can really set ourselves up for a better year. So with that, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's talk about COVID and what it's done and what we should have learned. Because also if you're like me, 2020, 2021, just one whole year. You know what I mean? To me, there's no like differentiating. It's like this has just been the collective, like this is a thing we've all done now. Um, and I do believe for the first time that we're really, both on a spiritual level and what is happening in the collective, we're really ushering into something new. So like, ah, sweet baby Jesus. Are we excited for that? Right? Like I know even wherever you are listening to this, you're like, ah, preach, you know, louder for the people in the back. (sighs) So what did we learn? I want to say one more thing that I, uh, both of expressing and talking about COVID, but also something that I encourage you to do in your own life. I was thinking about this today, Um, when I made like my like year in review, uh, video on Instagram, that was for no one but me really. Um, but I was like, man, this was a really great year. And I did do a lot of the things that I said I was going to, I wrapped up a lot of things. And as much as I look back and I was like, man, I was really building a lot is also at the same time where I feel like I was really completing A lot if that makes sense like in so many ways I feel like there are these karmic circles or things that I've been experiencing and outgrowing and by watching this Instagram reel that I made I was able to have this spiritual experience Uh, I know guys I couldn't make this up if I tried okay this is my real life okay this is hashtag authenticity um through watching that i really did realize i was like wow i was able to graciously put to bed a lot of things that i've struggled with for a really long time and i don't feel like that's a thing that we do a lot i feel like there's always this like new year new me or like i like i I'm letting it go. I'm forgetting all of it. I'm like on to the next thing. Like we have this like hit it and quit it mentality, which is hilarious to me, you know, like they're life lessons, dude. Okay. It's not like somebody that you've just decided to stop talking to on Tinder. Okay. Like take a second. Can you take a second and like honor yourself? Can you take a second and like honor the journey of creating what it was, even if what you were creating was absolute mayhem for yourself, but you still did it. And you brought yourself to the other side. Like, can you take a second to just like graciously put that down and say, thank you and give gratitude to the fact that you didn't have it all together. Just the thought guys, let's talk about COVID that's just ravaged us in our society for the past two years. Huh? Oh, she's great with transitions. You should see me on stage. I um I want to walk us back to when we first learned about COVID. <sighs> I was working at I was bartending at a Japanese restaurant at the time and uh I remember because people started coming in and they were like, you know, do you think everything's going to close? Like what? This was when we were just kind of hearing like kind of the hubbub of like, ooh, SARS, coronavirus, right? It was still almost like it was like, like sexy, scary. And then it started to become real. And everyone's like, wait, is this like what is happening? And I distinctively remember cleaning up the bar and watching. I uh, was like, cnn or something and they were like coronavirus and it was literally being displayed on the news in goosebumps font let me say that again the font from the goosebumps movies and <laughs> movies the books okay from when if you're a millennial you'll remember them if you're gen z you're like that's cute <laughs> i'll like google that archive um <laughs> and it was in goosebumps font and i'm like what are we doing? We don't even know what this thing is yet and we already want to scare everybody? Like so I am like listen, mhm, powers that be, I saw you from a mile away, okay? <sighs> so not first of all, it already was scary. Something that we don't know. Anytime we hear the word, you know, SARS, any of that, that's scary. Especially in the states, we didn't quite understand it. It didn't fully reach us, right? Like plagues, pandemic, like any of those like big words are frankly scary for us, especially in modern day, because life is like Isay, okay? <laughs> Isay Street. Um, that's easy street. That's that's what it is. so easy that people don't even enunciate the street that they're on. Do you know what I mean? Isay Street. Oh, few will appreciate that bit. Here we go. <laughs> we have had it so easy in modern society that we fear things like that you know it used to be you know like even in, in Jewish tradition um there the naming ceremonies when you have a bris specifically for um uh, boys and you don't name your babies in Judaism for eight days and the reason for that was that it was infant mor- in, mortality rates so many babies died that you wouldn't even name your baby until the eighth day now I also recognize there's a lot of other things culturally that go into that but that's really one of the pillars of uh, of why that still, you know, stands today in 2021. And, you know, we used to, you know, I mean, think about people leaving everything they know and getting in a boat and just showing up to America. I mean, there's just so many other times in history of pioneers of navigating of um, refugees of war torn countries where people were used to facing death. They were used to experiencing hardship and uncomfortability. Like the thought of Amazoning, like, you know, Amazoning, Amazoning. Wow. Oh, she is style. She is grace. Uh, Ordering something from Amazon and having it show up to your house in 24 hours. And then being able to watch like 17 different streaming channels where like there's more than you could possibly imagine while being able to FaceTime your family that lives in a different place and then Google your symptoms or actually talk to a doctor on your phone. Like these things are not like we live in this dystopian, like crazy world. Like I feel like people are always like, oh, could you imagine if somebody from like Pioneer Times showed up like they'd be like, Google, this is crazy. I'm like, I think they would go I'd like to go back to where I came from. Could you imagine showing like a a phone or something to someone? Oh my God, their head would explode. These people used to just like look at clouds for hours and they were fine. You know, we have too much and it's too easy. And so not knowing what COVID was, was absolutely terrifying to us. And rightfully so, as it should be. We're not all pioneers. We don't know. Of course it's terrifying. It's not a judgment. Again, these are observations. It's a callback. That'll be the first of many. Do you like how confidently I just said that? Oh, so confident. It's just like you can like smell just like scotch, hear it in a glass as I say that, right? Guys, I've got four years sober in January, but that's an episode for a different day. Um, so we started with Goosebumps font. That's where we started. Then it was this whole, you know, and that's when Italy and everything was really, really scary. So we did this whole, um, you know, uh, what was it? Lowering the curve, or adjusting the curve, whatever. I've already forgotten because I'm just like, what? It didn't work. You know what I mean? So like, why remember? Um, flattening the curve. That's what it was. And uh, and then we were also talking about herd immunity. We were talking. About, first of all, we're now at two years, and we're probably just now entering herd immunity. Okay. So the fact that we were like, oh, we're just not going to, we're all just going to stay home for two weeks and it's going to go away is the most mainstream, modern CNN, Fox News, I know better than everybody else bullshit. Like when they said that, All of us collectively should have looked at each other and went, scientifically, that makes zero sense. Like, I know nothing about virology or anything, but I'll also tell you, sometimes you can get a cold that stays for two weeks, okay? So we thought we're all just going to stay home, and then it's going to go away? Like, it's not a Jehovah's Witness. It's not coming to the door, and if you're just quiet for a minute, it's going to go to the next house. It's a virus. Like, that's not how, like, what an insane thought that that's really, we were like, oh, we got it. Humans. Hey, me again. Uh, but this time you knew it was coming. I think I'm pretty clear. But what it is that I'm really trying to communicate is that we live in a society where our media and our government, we're not... We're not getting information always that is helpful and or the most practical and logical. We're getting the information and rules that help keep a mob of people together so that our society as we know it can continue. Right now, I I obviously I'm not like, guys, I'm buying a plot of land and we're all moving to upstate New York and we're going to do kumbaya like that. I don't think that works either. I think there's a reason why. As humans, we've found that, you know, balanced societies to the best of our ability is what works best. Uh, I'm not just being like, well, I know the answers and everybody else doesn't. That's not my intention. But where no one, there there weren't any leaders that were like, maybe we should just tell people that we are going to do the best we can, that we don't know how to do this. If there are people who do know better than us, like like there was no strategy of how do we actually look at this in a way that best suits all of us. Like the, like there wasn't that. I, I do believe, yes, from like the medical community as far as like the information that they had as it was coming in, I do feel like we, we were very much supported in that way, truthfully. Um, but not when it comes to the people that stood to make money off of this entire thing. They were not interested In endowing us individually to know, hey, here is how this might go down. Here is how this might affect all of us. They weren't interested in that. Of course, they're not, because by empowering people, you're empowering them to really think logically and figure out what's going to work best for them. Well, we weren't going to do that, especially people in positions of power. You think they're going to come out and be like, oh, by the way, this is something that, like, we're just human and we're just figuring it out the same as you. So, like, Give us some grace and let's figure this out. I mean, hilarious. Could you imagine? But also at the same time, like I wish they would have. I wish they would have. I I wish that there there would have been more transparency. I wish, and I'm sure I'm, I'm I'm gonna leave it to if I get to it again. I'm this is in real time. I'm listening to this as January sixth, and I'm going through and uh, you know, kind of re this as it were um but I just think from the very beginning is where we could have done different and we didn't do different so how can we take that into can we hold on to that can we remember that and do different next time even if as a collective we can't even if this is unfortunately not a teachable moment for the people in positions of power I pray that it is a teachable moment for us and that we remember and we choose to honor ourselves and not be engulfed by the fear narrative that's being used against us in order for people. Oh, gosh. Guys, I'm really hoping this is resonating. You know what I mean? Just, oh, dear Lord. I love you guys so much. Okay, back to the pod. So then, of course, set off the initial quarantine and, you know, Alex and I were living in a two bedroom in Hollywood and we were like, yeah, if shit really goes down. It's going to be right here. We're out, you know, we're out of 2000. So we packed up and drove to Atlanta and we were there for three months. And as scary as that time was, you know, I was also, again, this is not for everyone. This was our experience, which was, you know, we're middle class entertainers. And so we ended up being on, you know, a lot of our, our entertainment business actually took off during the time because everything went virtually. And then, you know, our side jobs, like, when I, like I said, I was bartending, right? For like, it's basically runaround cash. Well, then I was able to get unemployment. So then I still had this extra flow of cash coming in. Didn't have to, you know, can we have two lemon drops? Uh It's her birthday. You know, like I didn't have to do any of that rigmarole. So it literally felt like free money to me. And we were able to have a second to kind of catch up with ourselves I recognize that was not everyone's experience, just sharing that that was our experience, right? But I still remember it, it being terrifying, like traveling across the country. We didn't know if it was airborne. We didn't know if you could get it from touching surfaces. right? We still literally knew nothing. It was just like COVID, we're shutting down. Then in the summertime, we were like, you know, I think there was around when the first vaccines were rolling out and that was the whole push. Right. We we're like vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. And then this was also, you know, in between here was when we had, you know, we went from uh, Trump to Biden, which like. I can't even talk about the politics of all of it because if you want to talk about a heightened reality and how none of us are really paying attention to what's going on, why don't we just talk about that the leader of the free world went from Donald Trump to Joe Biden? Okay. So anytime that you're like, ah, and like arguing politics with somebody, either like from your woke soapbox or from your evangelical standpoint, let me just remind you again that the leader of the free world. In 2021, when we have access to information beyond we've ever had all of human existence, that the best we could do was go from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. That's all I'm going to say about that. You want to hear me talk politics? You listen to my other podcast, Common Ground Morning Show. So. That all happened in between and then that became, right, like Trumpers versus, you know, the woke and it was, you know, and and then also in between, well, then I was going to talk about the pseudo white awakening of 2020, but that'll take me into a totally different space. Hopefully we'll be talking uh, more about that on this, this podcast in the future, too, because um, that significantly affected uh, us culturally as well. And so... Now we're looking at summertime of twenty twenty and everyone you know cases were a little bit lower. this vaccine's coming out now originally again i'm I'm vaccinated i'm not if you're if you're you know if you've chosen to not be vaccinated like I actually completely hear that uh you know as well, and the most difficult debate. Not even, it's not a debate. Let me reuse this. The most difficult thing to hear people yelling about on the internet, right? And this like just transparent disconnect where we're not hearing each other because we have to be there. There's this underlying, this undercurrent of anger that's happening that it's almost like all of this anger and generational anger of things not working and people not feeling heard both literally by other people but I feel like more specifically from themselves it was like building up and churning and churning and churning and churning and churning and And we just saw the explosion of it I mean COVID was just a vehicle to which we were actually able to start to really have a conversation about anger and by we I mean not a lot of people, but I would really like to to listen. I'm happy to throw me to the front of the line, baby. I'm happy to lead the charge on this one of if there is anything that this is revealed to us. And it's been building since, you know, the debates of Hillary and Trump. I mean, we we've seen it building, but now we just saw it boil over where it's like if there are people that are on the left being like telling people what they have to do. And, and telling them that it's from a moral standpoint. If you don't get this vaccine, then you don't care about people, right? So you should have to do it. So basically mandating what people should do with their body. But then on the right, you're seeing, you know, Christians, evangelicals, you know, folks on that side that are like, don't tell me what to do with my body. Yet those are the people that are like vehemently pro-life and think that if you choose to get an abortion, whether out of, choice or out of the health and well-being for yourself and or your baby then you're a murderer Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so so, okay uh what like we're the the hypocrisy of all of it and our what is it about us hi megan um So I'm just getting anxious thinking about everybody in their car being upset and being like, Rachel, you don't understand. Uh, And so, again, I understand that so much of this is filled with emotion and we have so many opinions because this and, and thoughts and feelings because our experiences have been different through this entire thing. So if you're starting to feel uneasy, I just ask of you, give me a little bit of grace. Hear me out. Here we go. Back to the pod. This is not a debate about whether people should or should not be vaccinated. That's a podcast for a totally different day. It's just wanting to observe. Take a moment and really let that sink in of we're all just telling each other what our truth is and why it should be everyone else's. And genuinely believing it. And being unwilling to accept new information. And that is something that we really saw. We saw anger, this this explosion of anger. And then we saw this inability to accept new information. Almost denying information. In the name of healthcare? Of keeping us healthy? Like... What ass backwards? What did we do to ourselves through this? Like, it almost felt like, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody and then, like, it just gets like every bell and whistle is going off for you to where you're like, I know I need to get out of this relationship. I know I need to get out of this relationship. I should leave this relationship. This is absolutely terrible. I should leave this relationship. And you know that inside, but then outwardly, you're doing like the complete opposite dance where you're just like, Totally going for it. You know what I mean? You're in that place where you're like, oh, yeah, we're moving in together, or like, oh, we're getting engaged, or oh, we're getting a dog. When, like, it's that over cross correction. Like, I don't know what that is about us as humans, where it's like we know that something's not working out. So then we'll take physical action that, like, will make it appear or make us feel as though it's better, even though we know that it's not. I feel like that's exactly what we've done in many ways with COVID, specifically the way that we've spoken about. it, And, you know, because the the original thing was, you know, we're all going to get this vaccine because then that's really going to help flatten the curve. Now, the vaccine was, and still, in my opinion just my opinion, Um, has been wonderful for people Um, that either have core morbidi- morbidities or uh, are auto uh, have immune issues, things like that. So the folks that are most high risk, right? It, it's been phenomenal. Now, the language that was originally put out there was basically like, if you get the vaccine, then you won't get COVID. You can't transmit covid now do we actually know if they knew that or if that's just what they were saying because we've made this whole year about you know and specifically where it's like you know the the democrats are writing on you know quote-unquote solving covid solving covid it's a virus like first of all and i understand you might be like wow we've you know eradicated polio and this and that and frankly to that i would say i will hear you out i don't know enough about it but i do know uh, the viruses don't like stop. That's not like their thing. Do you know. I mean? In fact, like the whole like idea of like a virus is to like survive. <laughs> that's like the whole mo, um, as I understand it. So that's the original message of like. Get it, and then it's gonna. So then, of course, everybody, you know, and then especially, oh, our virtue signalers. I mean, can we just give a round of applause for all of you out there just signaling your virtue on social media? I mean, ah, oh, cheers! You guys have done work. Ah, oh, so much work. I mean, I'm obviously being an asshole, but I'm also like telling the truth that it's like nobody worked harder in the last two years than those virtue signaling on Instagram. Um, so... Then more and more people get vaccinated, right? And then it was like this ridiculous rollout where it was just like, I mean, it, it felt like drunk people leaving a bar on, you know, like St. Patrick's Day or something where it's like people are just like rolling out, not knowing what they're doing. Some states had them. Some states didn't. Some people, you know, it was like the, the it was first like, um, you know, the most at high risk uh, by age. Then it was, uh, you know, first responders. Then it was like uh, pregnant people, like it, there was just, they had so long to figure it out. I mean, that's what was shocking to me. I'm like, what were you guys doing when you were making it? Nobody was thinking like, hey, you guys want to like talk about this rollout and how we're going to do it? Um, just saying that's the type A in me. Where I'm like, you guys, this was it? This was the best we could do? Really? <sighs> then... As we've seen through all of this, right, then it became, and especially we have seen it now, again, I'm not a virologist and I also know that the vaccine uh, or excuse me, that the virus has mutated. There's been different variants, right, which is what it's supposed to do, um, which has brought us through Delta and then, you know, Omicron uh, now. And so I, I, like I recognize that. But and as we've collected more and more data, I mean, that was the other thing where it was like we were promising things without any data. And and none of us like this is what I want to say what I'm talking about right now or what I'm trying to articulate because I'm just like so overwhelmed like now going back and talking about it. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what are we doing? Like. Where are we at? That. Or I know where we're at. I was gonna say, where are we at that we are not slowing down enough to really Objectively look at the landscape of what's been happening over the last two years and not be able to draw simil- more similar conclusions amongst each other. And then I realized that the answer is because we don't slow down. Because if and, and I, I know in many ways, you know, it was like 2020 was the great pivot and, you know, people left their jobs that they hated and opened up bakeries, you know? Um which I don't mean to shit on people going for their dreams. You know what I mean? That's like half of my half my message. Live your most authentic life. But there again that was just a percentage of people that had enough financial support whether from family or spouses or otherwise to be able to do that so to tout this whole thing of like oh it was this grand pivot was a grand pivot for maybe like 25 percent of americans primarily white like i I don't think that that's that was everyone's experience and that was the other interesting thing is i feel like we kept there are all these narratives like saying what our experience was and i talk about this all the time of like There are 40 million people in California alone. 40 million. There are 7 million in Australia. Okay. So all the times everyone's like, well, you know, it worked in New Zealand. It's like, yeah, because New Zealand is like the size of like South Carolina. Like we're, we're, we love to just like find something that's like, it's a zinger and we just repost it on Instagram without thinking about it, without looking at it, without even like, Fuck reading the article. Have a thought about it. Integrate that information for a second. Just for a second. So we just created more and more divide over this vaccine. And then, you know, and and again, where it was like, somehow the vaccine became a symbol for the left or the right, the same way as masks did, which is just insane. And then beyond that, we still were never challenging our healthcare systems to do better. Hello? Like, there was no conversation around the best ways to protect yourself. There's no conversation. Because, again, if you have a society who is is based upon knowledge based in wellness. Let me say that again. Sorry. I'm like, this is what happens. This is not rehearsed, guys. I'm just talking. Um. When you create a society that you value sick rather than them well, this is what happens. Because we have created a a society around keeping us sick, both mentally, spiritually, you know, and now like financially seeing this big divide. Because if you have people who think for themselves and people who have like, inner spirituality and or like oh you know what like I actually am happy with myself so I guess I don't have to kill myself like up the corporate ladder to make you know $300,000 a year to go on a vacation and look around at my family and go cool glad I'm here but I don't even know who these people are because I'm never spending time with them like you know if it's like for those people that I just shit on a few minutes ago and saying they left their jobs to become you know open up bakeries or whatever it's like yeah if we have more and more of that the more that we create a true society about empowering people and waking people up, then we're going to start to notice that things like coronavirus are being shoved down our throat in goosebumps font. Like in fact, if we actually look at the way the powers, the powers that be, you know, the great Oz as it were presented the last two years to us, it's comedic. It's literally looks like a puppet show, but like done by children. And yet we have allowed this fear narrative to penetrate us so deeply that we're yelling at our neighbors because they have a different point of view about how to do this than us. And now I'm also not saying that there isn't, you know, something that could be the most beneficial. I I certainly think that even we can all have differing of opinions, but there's definitely solutions that are more sound than others. Like, you know, I'm not the person where it's like, well, if you don't get along with people, like you have to love everybody. You know, it's like, no, sometimes if there's people that are being hateful or hurtful, like it's really difficult. We're not all Ram Dass. OK, <laughs> like that's that's a lot of what I want to utilize. My spiritual voice for, which is like we are spiritual beings having a human experience and as humans, our experience is in this physical world. So as much as we would love to like kumbaya, and, and that's why every cult ends up you know, drinking Kool-Aid together. Anyway, I digress. All of this anger came up. All of this division. Symbols became so strong. Masks, vaccines, blue, red. We allowed these symbols to become so big. That we allowed ourselves to be influenced by people that were making money off of scaring us. Like, listen, I'm not saying I have many doctors in my family, and 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 modern medicine is incredible. It is one of the the best things about living in the modern age, is that we are able to save people from things like the common cold that used to, you know, take out families and all these things right so it's like medicine and science and all of these things are phenomenal and i don't believe that they're you know fake or this or that but it's also remembering you know big pharma is one of the most financial you know institutions it it runs the us and at this point, we, we don't have a government that looks out for our best interests. We don't have a government that's about empowering people and then just being here to be like, yep, we're just here to make sure your roads get, you know, paved and your kids have good schools and using your tax dollars appropriately. That's not, if you think that's what government is doing, come back next week and keep listening to the podcast because they got a couple things to teach you. OK, that's not what's happening anymore. We now have this, we are living in the matrix. We are living in this absolute wreck of a topsy-turvy bullshit, you know, red team, blue team nonsense. And when we talk about that, a lot of the voices that talk about that then again, that's why I offer this disclaimer at the very beginning, because what happens? Then as soon as you talk like that, then everyone's like, but you don't care about people dying. And it's like, I don't, I don't know how we got there. It seems like a very big jump, in my opinion. It's like, no, I think you can absolutely care and want to keep your family safe and keep those safe around you and protect your neighbors. And also, you know, have a thought about oh, I'm being told one thing, but action and behavior is showing another thing. Uh, you know, it's like actions speak louder than words. It's like pay attention to the media narrative. It's the exact same thing. Because at first it was get the vaccine and then everybody will be fine. And then we're just yelling at people who, you know, being like, you're anti-vax, you don't want to get the vaccine. Um, and then the more data we found that it was like, oh, the transmission rate is actually the same, whether you are vaccinated or not. Oh, it's that time again. Let me clarify. So I'm actually not going to go into the whole thing uh, because if you're listening to this, I'm assuming that you um, are already a pretty intelligent person, have your own opinions about it. I'm going to let you do um, your own quick Google search. But a lot of the reason why the transmission rate changed with Uh, The vaccine was because of the virus mutating. So what was originally that's why the flu or the flu shot is different every year. Right. Because there's all these different strains. So what was originally created and the messaging to us was messaged us as though it was going to be in stone, which they should have known. And I'm sure that they did know that that's not how it works. That it's like this version of the vaccine will cover blank. And then, you know, which is why they're like, get boosters, etc. So again, that's a whole other conversation. I just want to put that in, uh, you know, in writing, but verbally, um, that I am aware of that changing, because I know when I've talked about this with people in real life, everybody wants to have their like, no, but I know, and That's another point of what I'm saying, which is we have to allow this time in history to teach us that we have to be willing to change as the information changes. Um, And I know that's what's been really difficult a lot with these narratives because they also have continued to change because the situation has changed. But unfortunately, even media we trust, we've lost all, they've lost any, you know, credit or validation because they have just, you know, done a, a terrible job. so anyway, you've been a human in the last two years you get it. I just wanted to you know offer that. so okay, here we go. then then we started using this term breakthrough case because then people who had been you know fully vaccinated and were healthy were were having more and more people that were getting covid. So then it's like, wait so then the vaccine doesn't work. well, Again, if you actually pay attention to what was being said, no one ever really said, if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. But we were very clever about the way that we spoke about it. Because now, lo and behold, we know you can. What really the vaccine was here to do was lower your symptoms, in theory, that if you are vaccinated, then you are less likely to end up in the hospital. So for me, I'm like, That is more than enough reason to get a vaccine, right? To both hopefully lower transmission rate and then also if I were to get it that uh, I would most likely be able to take care of myself, which was why I chose to get it. Now, I also am a huge believer in holistic medicine. I take a ton of supplements, uh, you know, vitamin D, iron, turmeric. You know, there's a lot of really great uh, supplements that uh, are great for just, you know, natural immunity. Uh, And like I've said before, you know, I also come from farmers and built like a brick house. It takes a lot to take this thoroughbred down. You know what I mean? Hey, baby. I mean, first of all, Pfizer, if you do look into it, is a completely like pretty corrupt company. They've uh, I think they like gave out one of the biggest. uh, uh, Like payments in a lawsuit out of like any corporate company or maybe it's just it might just be for uh, medical companies, but. Now, again, this is also not to say that that um, medicine that comes out of Pfizer is also not uh, doing wonderful things, too. This is another part of what I want to talk about, which is like I- I've said this on Blue in the Face on my other podcast, which is like all of these things are nuanced conversations. Things can two things can exist at once. It can be dark outside and we can also acknowledge that tomorrow the sun is going to come up. We can sit in the dead of winter and also acknowledge that it's just a season. There are, you know, we're all full of our own dualities. So it's okay to both look back at what has happened during COVID, during this pandemic, during this time in history, and being comfortable to say, We didn't do a great job at handling it, both at, you know, the people that are the powers that be disseminating this information correctly, and then, you know, it's like allowing us to look at what's happening and go, oh, I want better. I expect better from people in positions of power, from myself, from my neighbor's there was uh I wish I could remember uh who it was that wrote this I saw it on Instagram today but it was like we need us we need us and I I mean I'm talking about it till I'm blue in the face is that the second time I think it's the second time in like five minutes I've said that um Full disclosure, Jonah has been, he's cutting his top teeth. And so I have stopped and started this episode today three times. Three times, okay? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We need us. And I will keep talking about waking up and paying attention for as long as as I can get stage time, frankly. I mean, on stage all the time. That's what I talk about now. And I'm like, I don't think we're so divided. I think we learn too much about each other. You know, it's like now, if you just don't agree with every single thing that somebody else believes, you're like, ah, yeah, you're not on my team. It's like, since when did we think and expect that we were going to agree with every single thing that everyone, think about, you don't even like most people, you know? And it's like now, all of a sudden, we just expect that, you know, everybody should think like us even though we each are all having like very real experiences that are all vastly different that's the other thing that's a phrase I always love to say where I'm like oh well in my experience because it was very real to me it's my truth but that doesn't mean anything for what your experience of something has been and there's so much dogma like tied to like if somebody doesn't experience something the way that you do, then it's like, you know, that we have the answers and they just don't get it. And guys, that is dangerous territory. Yeah, just want to be very clear uh, that doesn't mean uh, hate speech. Uh, obviously, I believe in all human rights. Uh, and that everybody should uh be treated with respect and dignity, so that's a podcast for a whole other day. but I just I had posted this clip on my Instagram, and uh a dear friend of mine, very funny uh and I will not shout them out in the event that they don't want to be, but uh left me something really beautiful on. Uh, that clip and so I was just like you know what that was great in the event that you're listening to this and you're like Rachel what about hate speech Uh, because we're seeing a lot of that as well so again that's a podcast uh, episode for a different day we're gonna dive in okay Uh, guys we're almost done is it you know and the other thing there was somebody I don't know it was a guest that was oh it was Matt Taibbi I was an independent journalist and he was on Joe Rogan That's right. I listen to Joe Rogan and uh, he was talking about that. He was like, you know, another issue that we saw during this time of COVID is that sometimes, uh, you know, people, specifically Americans, want solutions to things that there just aren't solutions for. And that goes back to this idea of being able to be okay of just sitting in your own shit. And in this time with COVID, there wasn't a perfect answer. We haven't had enough time to properly understand what this is. Uh, figure out you know the best solution for a vaccine and then also at this point we've now with Omicron it's basically the common cold more or less this this strain Um, again that's a generalization I know uh, some folks that have still very very sadly uh, lost their lives I don't know if they had underlying health issues etc what um, the case was but I do know that almost everyone I know, including uh, my parents, myself, uh, my six month old son, my husband, uh, you know, we all had it. And had had I not known that it was, you know, this new strain of covid, I would have been like, oh, we all have head colds for a week. And that was it. So. okay, this this was the part. I knew there was something in here that I was like, I got to circle back to it. And this is actually more than everything else that I have done the best I can to share. Uh, This was the thing that I really wanted to circle back to. Also, because like I had already mentioned, I recorded this episode in like three different pieces because Jonah's teething and was losing his mind. So... I share what our symptoms were and what a lot of people in my family in close circles, their symptoms were, so that I'm offering another narrative. This is not to gaslight what potentially, like, your experience has been. It's just that, you know, and why this was weighing so heavy on my mind is uh, a friend of mine, more of a colleague, and she's had a lot of health issues through her life. And she had posted something of, like, please stop saying it's just, like, the flu – Um, and that I'll just get over it. I have been sick on and off my whole life that I will not die from this. I will not, I mean, you know, most likely God willing, will not die from this. I will not be hospitalized. But if I do get sick, this is going to cause me to be sick again on and off for a year. Now, again, at the beginning of this, I did say I'm speaking from uh, mindful generalizations and not uh, with these different like specific issues simply because they're not in my wheelhouse and I don't feel like I feel like I'm the person to speak to them, but I do find it incredibly important to acknowledge them because they are very much part of the conversation. So much of utilizing my voice is to remind us about the nuances and gray areas of things. And that that is why we have really created so much of the mess that we're in now because we don't value the nuance and dualities of situations so while that might not be the case for everyone and and something else that I saw which and and I don't remember so I apologize to not reference this Uh, if you remember send it to me and I'll put it in the show notes but uh, somebody was saying on Instagram of like you know we have essentially been told for two years like You know, and again, this is hyperbole, but like don't leave your house. Like everyone you know is gonna get sick, like this is terrible, and like, you know, all this fear narrative. And now that the narrative is changing and the CDC is like, Oh, if you're asymptomatic, you only have to be home for five days. And like everyone's basically like, It's fine, it's the common cold now, like go back to work. Like, of course, a lot of folks are like, Wait a minute, so you just traumatized me for two years and now you're like, Oh, it's fine, just go back to your lives. Why are you making such a big deal out of things? Like yeah, of course people are having a response to that. And I think that's absolutely valid. I just see the part of it where it's like, see, exactly. The powers that be have decided. I mean, and yes, to the extent we've also seen two years of this virus essentially weakening, right? Because we're we're headed towards her- herd immunity. So this is what happens. Again, two years ago, if everybody would have said rather than being like, oh, we're going to solve this in two weeks, you know like a bunch of idiots, not having any idea of like really taking this seriously and understanding what it was going to be like and saying, hey, we're headed into something that has been predicted for years and we have no idea how to navigate this. We're going to go step by step. We maybe would have been able to have a little bit more grace and walk each other through this experience, but we didn't do that. So now here we are and we have just completely like continued to whiplash people as this information has changed because we've every single time it's changed, we've made it like this hard fact rather than being like, hey, this information is going to continue to change and evolve. And how can we empower everybody to do the best they can to take care of themselves, both with their mental health and their physical health, to get to the other side of this? I'm going to leave it at that. Otherwise, it's going to I'm going to do a whole new podcast on it. OK, here we go. I, I was very vocal on Instagram about it. And I was really surprised because so many people reached out to me and they're like, oh my gosh, we were sick too. Um, But they were like, felt shame about sharing it because there was such this narrative for so long of like, only like, quote unquote, bad people got it because then that meant that you were going out or you weren't wearing a mask or you weren't vaccinated. So almost like we had created this narrative against ourselves of like, if you got COVID, then like you did something wrong. Which is insane. Let's first go back to the fact. I didn't even get into the whole Fauci situation. The fact that he was paying to have all this research done. And it's pretty much almost fact at this point. Um, I know that pretty much fact is not fact. Again, I recognize what I'm saying. But, you know, that we're more or less responsible for this outbreak of COVID, first of all. Um, So have fun going down that rabbit hole. Uh, But... I'm not even going to the blame of how it started or whatever, but the fact that, like, it's here, the number one thing that, like, I'm wanting to just point out for everybody is just observe the way that this has been handled. Observe the way over two years that we're now still trying to scare people into the Omicron When if you try to look up symptoms, it literally lists cold symptoms next to COVID. And it's like, you could have a head cold or it could be COVID. A head cold? A head cold? Y'all, nobody's scared of a head cold. I mean, it's just, that's what I want to serve for this episode of just be observant. Take a step back. Figure out why you're so angry. If you listen to parts of this, if you've even made it through, because I know people have very strong opinions about this. And I was like, I don't even know if I want to talk about it. But also it's like, why? Because there's some people who may or may not know me, decide that they don't like me or think that I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, OK, I never claim to know what I'm talking about. But what I do know is this has all gotten completely out of hand. And we've been active participants We've been active participants. Now, I'm not doom and gloom because, again, for the fact that everybody's still making CDC jokes and we're coming out the other side, I think we've all dusted ourselves off. We're going to be okay. All right. I got faith in us. We need us. Remember? But what I do know is we're angry. And why are we so angry? Because I don't think we're so angry at other people. I think we think we are. We've, We've been told that. We've conditioned ourselves to think that. I think it's more than that. I think it's been building for a long time. And I think we're all working harder than we should be to afford things that should be affordable, that are no longer affordable, we, you know, are still being told this narrative of like the American dream and we're in this together when like, guys, America is huge. It's literally one country and it's larger than all of Europe. OK, so again, this is not about like kumbaya or like spirituality is going to save us or, you know, there, sometimes, you know, echoing back to Matt Taibbi, there are not solutions for things that suck. Sorry to be the one to let you know. But buck up, baby, you know, what can you do in your own life to create a little bit more sense of ease? Where can you identify when you're getting in a conversation with somebody and they're coming at something differently than you and you're getting so riled up? Take a step back. What is that? What is that anger for you? What is that? You don't have to judge it. It's not about being right or wrong. And it doesn't mean it's going to go away just because you identify it but can we be aware of it? Can we slow down for just a second to be like, oh maybe this is something I should pay attention to? <sighs> just maybe. And here's something else, man, fear works. They did a really good job of scaring the crap out of people. Fear works. And then we then we then we get tapped into our own fear. So you know, anger is potent and it disguises itself very well, very, very well. It'll hide for the longest time. I told you that when I when I first saw my therapist, like, you know, I think it was even like three years before I quit drinking. And one of the first things she said to me was, I think you're really angry. And I laughed at her and I go, I'm not angry. Angry people yell. <laughs> That was my definition of what an angry person was. I thought if you're angry, then you yell and you're loud. And but other than that, then like you're not angry. That's what anger is. No, 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 no. Anger is microaggressions. Anger is staying in situations you know you shouldn't because subconsciously you believe that you have to or, you know, if, if you're if you're. Strong enough, then you can do it. Anger is sticking with something that you should have quit twenty years ago. Anger is, you know, it is resentment. Anger is depression. Anger is addiction. Anger exists all the time around us, and, but also anger is great. Anger is also fuel. It creates art. It does. It's, it. It is what I think, especially within women, is one of the most underestimated and undervalued emotion, because. It's also a guide. It leads you to let you know what needs fixing, what needs paying attention to. And so does fear. Fear will let you know what it is you want most. It will let you know, I, I mean, when you really take a look at your fear, you will really understand your own illusions. What have you built up for yourself to be this big, you know, boogeyman, which really isn't real. And it's all fear. Fear. And fear is tied into shame. Again, there's people who didn't even want to say on their social media that they also have COVID because they were scared and felt shame that other people were going to be like, guess you weren't wearing a mask or you didn't distance or you weren't you weren't vaccinated or blah, blah, blah. Like we somehow can micromanage a virus. Who do we think we are? We are the same people. Who, you know, got in those boats and came across to a country knowing absolutely no one. We are the same humans that enslaved other humans. We are the same humans who went along with the Holocaust. We are the same humans that, you know, uh, went to space for the first time. We are the same humans that have created amazing, amazing things and also been at our own detriment of destruction. So just because we've got social media and we can Amazon something to our house in 24 hours doesn't mean that we know dog shit. I know it sounds like I've just been shitting on us for 15 minutes, but stay with me. I just want to take us to church for a minute. That as much darkness as there has been over the last couple of years and fear and anger and shame. That I hope, if you're listening to this, that going into this new year, you really take a look at what elements of those do you want to sit with a little bit more? What do you want to examine? What do you want and how do you want to do it differently? Because what we're doing right now isn't really working. And it's so easy for all of us to be like, it's the media, it's the media, and then immediately click on something that's absolute degradation. You know, we are not immune, myself included. I I mean, again, like, I'm only able to share this because I'm having the same experience, okay? Okay, it's 2022, and the joke has been, oh, it's 2022. Uh Uh-uh, no, 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 friends, we are not doing 2020 again. I'm not doing it again, okay. I was okay to sit through it, you know, sit through it and sit in it and and let it it let it teach me and let it crack me open and let it push me to wanting to do this podcast, needing to do this podcast, needing to decide to that you know telling the truth or wanting to encourage people to get in touch with their spirituality or understand that there's something going on or bringing up, you know, all of these elements and all these things that I talk about is not brave. You know, like I'm like, oh, I'm so brave. I'm facing my fears. I mean, I guess, but really is it's the quickest way ultimately to whatever the next destination is that I want. And the more that for myself that I hide in this anger and I hide in the shame and I hide in this fear, I'm just working against myself. So COVID in the last two years has represented so much for us on a micro level, on a macro level, and it tells us so much about the cosmos. And if that's too heady for you, I get it. You know what I mean? I'm i am with it. But I also encourage you to take a second and really sit with that and really decide what of these last two years are you taking with you and what are you just done with? But without just throwing it away and being like, ah, yeah, whatever, you know, like hit it and quit it, right? How can you just softly set it down? Thank you so much for teaching me. I no longer need to carry you. I'm moving on to the next thing. So I'm sure I'm going to talk about COVID again because, you know, it's not... I'm sure we're going to try to keep milking this news story for as long as we can. I mean, oh, talk about kicking a dead horse. Oh, this poor horse. Oh, my gosh. But what I do want to let you know is that I believe in us and I believe that, you know, from the boomers to the Gen Xers to the millennials and now Gen Zers, we have continued to kind of like peel this onion of like darkness and decay and like gunk and are really choosing to like, look at some like really shitty things. I mean, honestly, collectively we're doing phenomenal family therapy. Can I just say, I mean, I know that this is like not fun for anyone. Uh, but can I say like, good job. I feel like we're really like choosing to get together and like write letters to each other as a family and be like, this is what I appreciate you about you. But like, this is what I resent about you. And we're really choosing to create new patterns. It's true. We really are. And I think that that's an amazing place to start. And I think that, you know, I think that there is this new sense of lightness that's coming in and I think that there is a lot of beauty that we've created over the last two years but you know you don't get a rainbow without the rain baby is that how she's gonna end this episode she might guys thank you so much for listening I love you so much. I hope that wherever you are, you are happy. I hope that you are healthy. I hope um, even if you're in a, in a dark phase that you always know that, you know, dark side of the moon, there's light on the other side. Um, wow, how many more just idioms can I fit in here, huh? Yeah. Um, I was going to make this a double episode and hit you with some stuff for the new year, but I've decided, why don't I walk like a day in 2020 before uh, I decide what I want? So next week, it's going to be all about uh, kind of my energetic, uh, projections and, uh, predictions for 2020, uh, kind of what energies I'm calling in for myself, where I see us going, what, what I think we should build, uh, and kind of what I'm thinking this next phase of life for myself looks like for this podcast, uh, and kind of hopefully everything I'm building. So guys, if you like this podcast, please, please, please Share it on your social medias. That is like the number one way. Uh, Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave me a review. Um, Hopefully like a nice one, you know. Uh, But even if you take the time to say something negative, good on you. I still got a little bit of your energy. You know what I mean? Uh, So leave me a review. Uh, You can follow the podcast. You'll always know when there's a new episode up. Um, I appreciate it. I'm also going to be starting a Patreon in the next couple of months. uh, Offering a couple of like BTS things. uh, And even just a simple uh, five dollars support the podcast. So if you like this, if you like my work, uh, it's the equivalent of buying me a coffee once a month. Five month, uh, five bucks a month to support the podcast, uh, and then I'll be doing another tier. I think I'm going to be rolling out some, maybe some workshops in the new year. Uh, I'm trying really hard to not go just full spiritual teacher, life coach. Uh, I'm really, I'm really trying to do this the most authentic way that I know how. Uh, so that's also going to be more shows and be doing much more live comedy in the new year as well. Guys, that's it for me. Tap in. Love you. Need it.